Hey family, in this video, we're going to be talking about four signs you're moving too fast and how to slow your life down. But before we get into those points, let's break down some prerequisite points and uh, elaborate or divulge in a couple of scriptures. And then we got a lot of points to cover. A lot of you all have messaged in a previous live that you guys wanted me to do a video on this. So here it is. I'm excited about it. But the first point that I want to give you is rushing ruins. Rushing ruins. Anytime we rush into something, we ruin it because we haven't been renewed. Rushing alleviates the opportunity for renewal, for restoration, right? To, to be able to be resourceful. So a lot of people, they're rushing into relationships, they're rushing into careers, they're rushing into certain things. And in that rushing, they're not developing the things needed in order to feed it, right? The next point I have is if you get it fast, it won't last. If you get it fast, it won't last. Anytime you try to go after something too fast, my friend, it won't last. The easier, it, the easier, uh, the easy comes, easy goes. The faster you get it, the faster it leaves. So the first point, rushing ruins. Number two, if you get it fast, it won't last. And number three, slower is actually quicker. Slower is actually quicker. What that mean? A lot of people who rush, they rush into something and then they have to repeat the steps. If you would have just stayed with the pace, then you would have been able to uh, enjoy the, the journey, the process to get it. I also have a point that says this. Uh, uh, the Bible says this. The last shall be first and the first shall be last. Why does the word say that? The last shall be first. Or let me go this way. The first shall be last because the first rush to be first. The first people that get to something, they usually get hit the hardest. They usually uh, go through the greatest turbulence. But those who are last will actually be first because they saw the mistakes of the first. They saw what happened to the first group, the second group, the third group. And because they're last, they'll actually last. If you look at the Ball brothers, uh, LaMelo Ball is actually the most talented of the three. The other two, they did what they had to do. But by him being a younger brother and oftentimes a younger sibling, uh, typically ends up being the most talented, athletic, or whatever, because they had to play against their older brothers. What I'm saying is the first are last because they, they jumped steps. They got there too quick. But the last shall be first because they learned from the first group. Now, a couple of scriptures I want to read before I get into my points. Psalms 37, 7 says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way. Over the man who carries out evil device. This verse is so paramount. Be still before the Lord. We are so squirmy before the Lord. We don't know how to be still. Maybe I'll do a video on that later. We're so squirmy. God, when is it coming? God, it's today today. It's tomorrow tomorrow. Man, it's tomorrow today. Like we're squirming before the Lord. We're not still. We're not listening. We're not allowing him to instill. We have to be still in order for him to instill. For him to instill the principles, in order for him to instill the character, in order for him to, him to instill, we have to be still. In order for him to heal, we have to be still. It says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently. God just doesn't care about your ability to wait or my ability to wait. He cares about our attitude while waiting. He says, and wait patiently before him. Meaning this, a patient person is a person of perspective. They understand why they must wait. See, those who understand why they must wait, they have already weighed the weight of the next level. They've already weighed the weight of the next level. 
And so when they weighed the weight of marriage, they began to weigh it against what they've allowed themselves to be developing their singleness. And they begin to see, I'm out of weight. I'm not going to be able to manage this. I'm not going to be able to balance this. So they wait patient for the Lord because they know the Lord is still uh, uh, developing. There's still things pending, depending on. Some things are pending, depending on what we do. The thing, the next level is pending. God already has it for you. It's already done for you. It is already established. It has a timer. It has a day it's going to be released. It is pending. But the pendingness of that thing that's pending is depending on what you're doing. So those who wait patient for the Lord, they have a perspective. They've weighed the weight of the next level. They weighed the weight of parenting. They weighed the weight of uh, wealth. They weighed the weight and they begin to ask themselves, do I match in weight in the thing that I'm waiting for? Go weigh the next level. Go ask people, ask uh, those who are seasoned in the season that you desire to be in and ask them, how much does this season weigh? How much does experience weigh? How much does marriage weigh? How much does parenting weigh? How much does owning a business weigh? How much does owning a, a ministry or starting a church weighs? And those people will, will let you taste a little bit of that weight. And then you'll begin to see why it's important to wait patiently before the Lord. It says, fret not yourself. Don't even get frustrated. Don't even get bothered. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way. So many of us, the reason why we're moving so fast is because we're fretting. We're comparing. <clears throat> We're watching how the evil person, that person prospers in their way. Let me ask you a question. How would you like to prosper, God's way or your way? Our way, we can prosper as quickly as we want to. But if we want the prospering to last for the full duration of the latter years of our lives, then we got to make sure we ask ourselves, am I willing to prosper God's way? Be still before the Lord and wait patiently before him or wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in their way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Usually people who get things fast, they got things fast through evil devices, knowingly or unknowingly. Evil device doesn't have to be uh, external things. It could be the internal things of our heart. The evil devices in our heart is speeding us up because we want the destination more than we want the development. Never want the destination more than you want the development because I don't like visiting. I don't want to be a visitor. I want to be a liver. I want to be a person that lives in my destination, but not, I don't want to be a person that visits my destination. So you cannot love the destination more than the development, because the more you begin to love the development, then you will be able to be a residence of the place that you desire to be in. Isaiah 40, 31 says, but they who wait for the Lord, you heard me preach this many times, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I love this. You heard me exegete this in a way before where I talked about no one's strength is renewed waiting, doing nothing. That word waiting could be used as a waitress or a waiter. They that wait upon the Lord asking God, how does it like his coffee? How do you want your tea? How do you want or what do you want for breakfast? Waiting on him, coming and being ready to serve. Master, I'm here to serve you. <clears throat> the difference between Martha and Mary is one was trying to be a serve, one was trying to serve, one was waiting to be served. God wants us to be served so that we can serve. So many of us, we're so quick to go out there and serve. We want to serve a spouse. We want to serve a family. We want to serve the, this marketplace. We want to serve, serve, serve. But we haven't really came across the curve. Like we haven't really got up the road enough. 
And so they that wait upon the Lord, serve the Lord, shall renew their strength. One of, one of the things about purpose, especially when we're serving the Lord, especially when we're submitted to the Lord, especially when we endeavor to do what the Lord wants, my friend, you feel fulfilled. Every time I do a video, every time I'm in obedience to him, every time I do something that he wants me to do, man, my brother, my sister, I feel fulfilled. I feel my strength renewed. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. It is a God will renew their strength. Oh, hold on. Wait on the Lord that shall renew their strength. Meaning that as I'm waiting on the Lord, the Lord doesn't renew our strength. The Lord has strength ready for us to tap into. And when we tap into serving the Lord, when we tap into being all of his awesomeness, then we shall renew our strength. Obedience renews our strength. It says, they're, uh, renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. You see the wing eagle mount up? They shall run and not be weary. That means you will be able to uh, sustain a steady pace for a long period of time. And last but, not, last but not least, it says, they shall walk and not faint. Now, here are three things that I want to give you real quickly. Here are three things that people often move too fast to do and could benefit from slowing down. Here are three things. There was more, but I just put three. Here are three things that people often move too fast to do and could benefit from slowing down. Number one, relationships. People sometimes rush into romantic relationships without taking the time to truly know their partner. Slowing down allows for a deeper understanding, fostering healthier connections. I was talking to my students the other day and I talked about this. Oftentimes we think things too, but we don't think things through. We think too, but we don't think through. Thinking through means thoroughly examining the thing that I desire to have or desires to have me. Thinking to a thing is just thinking to the physical, just thinking to the benefits, just thinking to what that person provides. We got to be patient and poised individuals. Listen, the second greatest decision you're going to ever make in your life is choosing your significant other. Everyone who has chosen a significant other knows the validity of what I'm saying. And a lot of people, they're rushing, moving too fast into a relationship because they're 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 so filled with this uh, a desire, deep, dark desires for companionship. Listen, the greatest companionship on earth is with God. And that relationship will 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 bring down the desires of others. It will give you the right perspective. That's why God gives you himself to cultivate relationship with him so that you'll know how to do relationship with them. So when you begin to process that and begin to ask yourself, hey, have I been rushing for love? See, most people are rushing because of infatuation. See, infatuation is blind, not love. Love is not blind. Love can clearly see. Love is has vivid <clears throat> eyes, clear eyes, can see down the road. Love logically tells why they're in love. Lust has no clue. Lust has no clue of why it's with you. When you have lust on the inside or infatuation on the inside, you're just fat for the situation. You're just fat and obese for the situation, not lean for the situation. But when you're in love, love logically processes the individual. Love considers the will of God. Love considers the preparation of the individual. And love begins to examine the individual that wants to be with you. 
But one of the things that people sometimes rush into are romantic relationships. It says people sometimes rush into romantic relationships without taking the time to truly examine the person. You have to take your time or the thing you didn't take your time for will take your time. And sometimes that person will leave you, but their their presence for however long robs the time that you're not even with them. How many people spent time dating somebody, married is the wrong one, dating the wrong one, they break up or divorce after three years, and now it takes almost double the years, if not triple the years, to heal from the individual. But if you would have just slowed your life down and thought the individual through and didn't just think to the person that you want to be with, then my friend, you would have avoided so much. The second thing that people often rush into is career decisions. Rushing into career decisions without careful consideration can lead to dissatisfaction and burnout. Taking the time to explore options and align career choice with personal values and the will of God is beneficial. Some people right now, they're just rushing uh, to be promoted. They're rushing <clears throat> towards success. They're rushing into these different things and they're choosing careers instead of answering the call. See, God has a calling in your life. And one thing about a calling in your life, it will call all the days of your life. You know, your calling will call you every day until you pick it up. And some of us, we put that call on do not disturb. We block that number. We block God. God has been calling every day. Your purpose is calling inside of you. Those gifts and talents are calling inside of you. Hey, when are you going to get me out of here? <laughs> when are you going to create me? When are you going to produce me? It's calling. And so the issue is we're after careers because everyone else said that you will make more money. That my friend, you will always make the best money in your calling because your calling has passion. Your calling is a part of you. And so many people, they're pursuing careers, they're dissatisfied, they feel unfulfilled, and they're burning out all because they're part of a system. But when you're pursuing your calling, then, then you individually start bawling. And then not only bawling tears of joy, but you'll be bawling in success. So don't rush into a career. Number three, personal development. In the pursuit of personal growth, individuals may try to achieve too much too quickly. It says here, uh, where I'm at, slowing down the pace of personal development allows for more sustainable and meaningful progress. It says this, I'm just reading it again because I'm lost in place. In the pursuit of personal growth, individuals may try to achieve too much too quickly, meaning they just said, I need to grow, like people are trying to grow too quickly through their singleness, but couples are trying to grow too quickly through certain stages. And then what happens is they end up finding themselves uh, uh, not actually developed enough because you may be able to grow the skills, but you haven't grown the will. You've grown the skills. You're talented. You're gifted. You, you're you're, you're uh, uh, perfect as far as what you provide tangibly. But what about the will of the heart? What about the motives? It says, in the pursuit of personal growth, individuals may try to achieve too much too quickly. Slowing down the pace of personal development allows for more sustainable and meaningful progress. You have to learn everything in order to maintain the thing you want to maintain. Sometimes we just skip steps and we have, we look like we've grown, but we've not grown at all. Give me one second. So three reasons or three things you should never 
move too fast for? Number one, relationships. Number two, career decisions. Number three, personal development. Now, signs you are moving too fast. Here are four signs you are moving too fast. And of course, I spelled the word fast, F-A-S-T. Here are four signs you're moving too fast. Number one, F, fatigue. Fatigue. Feeling constantly tired and fatigued can be a sign that you're moving too fast. Physical and mental exhaustion may indicate the need to slow down. My friend, do you feel fatigued? Is your fatigue because you're moving too fast for love? Is your fatigue because you're moving too fast in your career? Is your fatigue because you're moving too fast to personally develop? My friend, the blessing of the Lord adds no sorrow. The things about God is given without sweat. God doesn't want you fatigued and tired because fatigue is tiredness that's days old. <laughs> fatigue, you don't become fatigued. You become tired after doing something today. But fatigue is a series of tired days. And so are you fatigued? Do you feel uh, constantly feel tired and fatigued? It said this could be a sign that you're moving too fast. If you feel physically and mentally exhausted, you need to slow down. Slow down to God's pace. God has a pace. Sometimes God is walking, you walk. When God stops, you stop and so look around, look at the scenery. If God starts jogging, you start jogging with God. If it's time to move quick, you move quick. But you always move at the pace of God and God will ensure that you won't be fatigued because he will renew your strength and he will restore your energy when you're in synergy with him. A, a sign that you're moving too fast, anxiety, anxiety. Delta Jim says, I have been getting four hours of sleep each day. My sister, you're fatigued. One thing that I'm learning more and more is about getting that rest. Get your sleep. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Yes, my sister, you got to find out a reason why you're why you're only getting four hours of sleep. Listen, fatigue has been a guilty place of mine previously. Now I just go to bed. Now I can't control circumstances and stuff that may weigh on me because I am a counselor. I am in ministry and things can weigh down. But my friend, when I get tired, I, I rest. But I wasn't always like this. Man, I used to be so burnt out to the point to where I was so... I couldn't even do nothing. I was useless. God wants us to be useful, not useless. A, anxiety. Increased levels of anxiety and stress could suggest that the pace of life is overwhelming. Persistent feelings of unease may be a sign to reassess the speed of your actions. If you're struggling with anxiety and every noise and every light bothers you, and, and you're just stressed out, it could be that you're too anxious for love, too anxious for success, or too anxious for development. There are certain aspects that we have to trust God. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. And if you don't have this system in place in regards to prayer, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. If you don't learn how to filter, one of the principles of that verse is learning how to filter things through God, vent things through God, so that he'll give you the peace, that which then gives you the perspective, which then gives you the poise, then it opens you up to be patient. So if you begin to have increased levels of anxiety and stress, then my friend, it suggests that your pace of life is overwhelming. It's okay to slow down. Who are you competing with? Who are you trying to improve? <clears throat> Whatever you're trying to improve is going to end up causing you to lose. 
So you got to begin to say, why am I doing this? Why am I burning my energy? Why am I burning? If you're going to burn your oil, burn the oil for the one that will sustain the oil. S, strained relationships. Another sign that you're moving too fast, you have strained relationships. It says moving too fast can strain relationships. That means weaken the bond, strain the cord, make the way the fabrics begins to unwrap, where the cord begin, the wires begin to snap. It's strained. Moving too fast can strain relationships. If you find that your connections with others are becoming tense or distant, it might be an indication to slow down and nurture meaningful connections. Family matters. And I know you probably thought about a TV show, but family matters. Relationships matter. Listen, my wife and my daughter, they, they are part of the foundational bedrock of who I am. They help me determine my pace. I always ask my wife, is it okay for me to do a live? What do you need? If you need me to sit with Hannah for a little bit, I will. Whatever you need, because family is what provides support. There's no, what the Bible talks about, what profits a man if they gain the whole world, but lose their soul. The same thing is with family. What profits a man or woman to gain the whole world, but lose their home? So what are those relationship cords that you're straining, but the cords outside of your home is strong? Your cores between your co-workers, the cores between your customers, the cores between your boss cannot be stronger than your family. If family is an issue for you, then don't start one. If you're not ready to be slowed down by family and allow family to be a speed bump, a family to be a speed limit sign that you have to adhere to, then my friend, stay single. If you find that your connections with others are becoming tense, meaning uh, uh, are you easily agitated, you easily aggravated, or 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 the person is crying out emotionally because you're not providing the emotional support they need. You're not emotionally there. You're not mentally there. You may be physically there, but you're not holistically there. It says or distance, meaning that y'all don't talk as much. Y'all don't check in as much. Then, my friend, you're moving too fast. It all says it might be an indication to slow down and nurture meaningful connections. Do your relationships mean anything to you? Does your family mean anything to you? Slow down or life will slow you down. One thing about life is it will slow you down, either through the hospital or through a disease. So make sure your life is at ease. Now, number two, number three, number four, sorry, is T, time escapes. Feeling like time is slipping away rapidly without accomplishing meaningful goals or enjoying life can be a sign of moving too fast. It's essential to find a balance between productivity and life enjoyment. You cannot keep working. You cannot keep <clears throat> hustling. You can't keep dating. You in one relationship and out of it. You got to take some breaks. <laughs> take a break because your heart was broken. <laughs> if your heart is broken, take a break until the heart is mended. But so many people, they're just in one, out the other. So many people, they're just going, going without a balance of rest. Feeling like time is slipping away rapidly without accomplishment of goals, meaning the weeks are going fast and you have nothing to say that week was valid. Are your weeks memorable? Do your weeks, can your weeks, when they talk to each other, be like, oh, he produced me this week. He produced this this week. Oh, man, that was amazing. He produced you that week? Yeah, man. In my week, he produced me. Oh, he produced this. Oh, in my week, she produced this. Oh, wow. But how many weeks go by and you can't even remember any type of growth, any type of development, any type of success? 
and you just rushing through. It's essential to find balance between productivity and life fulfillment. It says these signs, <clears throat> excuse me, serve as indicators that one might need to reconsider the pace of their life and make adjustments for overall well-being. Now, real quickly, reasons why we go too fast. You know, with my videos, I give you a full circle. Just in case you need everything you need in this, every just in case I try to put everything in one video so that you could take this video and run with it. Now, reasons why we go too fast, F-A-S-T, F, fleeing from problems. Some of the reasons why we're moving too fast because we're running from something else. Seeking speed may be a way of avoiding or escaping challenging situations. It becomes a mechanism to distract oneself rather than facing and resolving issues. Could it be that the reason why you're moving too fast is because you're fleeing? You're running from something that you should address, my friend. Address that thing. Because whatever you don't take the time to address will take time to undress you. It's better to be exposed before you expose. It's better to go to the light who is God and be exposed and deal with that issue, deal with the root reason. Give yourself a season to heal, then come out of the light, then to hold on to that different thing and it exposes itself and it embarrasses you. So what are you running from? Are you fleeing from your ex to run, to run too fast to the next? If you're still running from an ex, then my friend, you still perplexed, you still vexed and God ain't going to bring you your next until you get rid of the ex. And so what I mean by that is this, stop running from the ex and address that resentment that you have towards that gentleman or that young lady. Address that abandonment, address that. And you don't have to address them, address God. God is your closure. God is the one that closed that door. It reminds me of Noah. The reason why God didn't allow Noah to close the door, because Noah might've been too nice. Noah might've let them back in, but God closed that door for him. And some of the doors that we're upset about, God is the one that closed them. So let's keep going. Um, oh, we already talked about anxiety-driven actions. Let me get some water. Give me one second. <clears throat> Give me one second. I'll be right back, y'all.
All right, I'm back. Had to go get me some Gatorade. It says anxiety driven actions. The need to go fast can stem from anxiety or restlessness. Instead of addressing the root cause of anxiety, individuals may resort to hurried actions as a temporary escape. So, so many people, they need to go fast can stem from anxiety or rest. They, they're not willing to be patient. They're not willing to sit still. They're not willing to wait on God's will. And so because they have anxiety-driven actions that stems from a resentment towards their uh, singleness or a lack of contentment, in their single, they have anxious driven actions. So many people they're rushing their marriage too fast because of anxious driven actions. Next, as for time's sake, superficial pursuits going fast may lead to a focus on superficial achievements rather than meaningful, sustainable goals. The emphasis on speed can result in pursuing quantity over quality. So, some people are superficially pursuing things. Oh, I just want a relationship for the look of it. Or I want success for the look of it. So they go in too fast, lead to focus on superficial achievements rather than meaningful, sustainable goals. Whatever it means the most to you, you will sustain. Whatever means the most to you, you will sustain. If marriage means the most, if family means the most, if all these things that are that are biblically founded and should be already installed in their proper places mean the most to you, then that will be what you boast. That's, that, that's what will boast from you. Whatever you want the most for you will be a thing you boast from you. And so when you talk amongst your family, talk amongst people, what do they hear? Do they hear superficial things? or real things t so we said f fleeing from problems a anxiety driven actions s superficial pursuits t tunnel vision the desire to move fast might create tunnel vision causing individuals to overlook important details relationships or aspects of life in the pursuit of speed some people tunnel vision god gave us peripheral for a reason right now that's why uh, uh there's nothing wrong with having of a vision or going forward, but God puts people on your side to consider them. God wants them by your side. Sometimes when you tunnel vision, you don't even know if they're right there with you. You you don't kept going so fast. You look to your left, your wife ain't there. You look to your right, your husband not there. You look to your left, your kids not there. You look back, they way back there. Sometimes we can be so tunnel vision, so focused on goals and dreams and all that kind of stuff that we don't consider what really matters. And then when you get old. And now you're alone, you wish you would have considered. Now, the desires to move fast might create tunnel vision, causing individuals to overlook important details. You become so tunnel vision, you don't even notice your wife anymore. You don't even notice your husband anymore. You don't even notice what matters to your kids any, even more. You, you begin to overlook important details that are screaming out about your health, that are screaming out about your life. You start overlooking relationships. You start overlooking your wife's needs, your husband's needs, your kids' needs, or you're creating a level of life that when you do get married, you become an overlooker, not an onlooker, and or aspects of life in the pursuit of speed. Now, real quickly, why does God want us to slow our lives down? Well, I'm not gonna go through these. Uh, I got. I don't have too much. I don't have time on that now. How to slow our lives down? I'll put the notes in the um. Description, how to slow our lives down using points that spell slow, how to slow our lives down. Number one, S, set boundaries, set boundaries, it says establish clear boundaries to protect your time 
and energy. Say no to activities that drain you and prioritize those that align with your values. What are your core values? Your core values should be God, you, your significant people, care, and then character traits. What are your core values? What do you value the most? Your core four, your core five. But you have to set bounds. You have to say, you know what? Get a sheet of paper and write down everything that pulls from your life. And if it doesn't pour back into your life, you got to make a decision. You got to make some changes. Listen, I posted a quote the other day that says, uh, there's a big difference about the people. Uh, there's two types of people. People who are investments and people who are bills know the difference. People who are investments, they eventually return back to you. Those who are bills, you just paying the bill. So set boundaries. L, listen to your body. Pay attention to physical and emotional signals. Rest when needed. Nourish your body and be mindful of stress triggers to maintain a healthy balance. So listen to your body. It's telling you something. Oh, organize your priorities. Evaluate your priorities and organize them based on their importance. Focus on what truly matters and let go of non-essential commitments. Organize your priorities. What deserves your time? What deserves your time? Serve your time. And W, withdraw from busyness. Purposefully withdraw from unnecessary busyness. Create moments of stillness and solitude to recharge, reflect, and reconnect with your inner self. So I pray this video was a blessing to you. I pray that you got something out of it. I'm praying that you're considering slowing your life down because you got to slow it down for someone. Sometimes the best way to speed your life up is to slow your life down. So I pray this video was a blessing. I can't labor too long. I was going to ask some questions. Jocelyn says, this message is right on time. I'm learning to leave work at work and stop doing the most. I needed to hear this, coach. God bless you, my sister. Uh, balance, yes. Jamari, my brother, says, amen. Ernest says, bless you, brother. Or are you all the way? What's going on, family? That's right. Good to see you. This message won't, uh, is uh, on time. I'm learning how to leave. Oh, good, good, good. So I have two opportunities. I want to give you just some things that I have for those who want to take their life to the next level. I do have two communities available right now. One of the communities is called, let me pull out the info here. One of the communities is called Thriving Solo. So if you're single and you're ready to take your life to the next level, you're tired of being discontented, you're tired of being impatient, you're, you're or concerned about the will of God for your life, and you're ready to thrive in your singleness, then this community is for you. Oh, I got the wrong graphic. I'm sorry. This, this is for you. I have created a community with different tiers, the solo pursuers. You can pause the video, look through this if you need to. Solar pursuers, you'll be able to get these resources that will cause you to have the transmission you need. This whole program is installed with all the things that I've learned in my singleness, that I've applied in my singleness. That's called me, caused me to maximize it. And I want to give you that value as well. So solopreneurs, solo builders, solo thrivers, each tier gets a little bit of tools that expedites their process to maximizing their singleness. If you are a, a relationship, uh, my goal is to help singles. Uh, you guys have been messaging me I've, uh, and people are saying, coach, we need a community. We need to grow. And so I'm going to be supporting couples as well. Single individuals all the way to couples who are at least five to 10 years in marriage. I'm six years in. And so if you, tr if you within that six year realm, I would love to just tell you and teach you what I've learned 
and, and what we have applied in our marriage that's gotten us over the hump. I'm not going to give you uh, too much because I'm six years in, but thriving together. That's what the goal is, to teach you principles on how to thrive together. And so uh, pursuing together, building together, together, th uh, thriving together. I'm sorry for that typo. Each of these provide resources for uh, you to be able to uh, thrive in your singleness and thrive in your relationships for those who are courting, dating, and married, uh, principles that are timeless that I've applied and begin to eat, eat the fruit of, and 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 so on. And so, check that I just post a link in the chat. And for those who's watching later, check the link in the description box below. Also, check out other resources that we have, like my books, multi purpose, uh, uh, multi uh, this purpose of freedom. If you're struggling with soul ties and strongholds, this book would be a great resource for you. If you're looking at something right now or someone right now, you're not quite sure if it's a counterfeit or a counterpart, this book would be a great resource for you. Also, check out my latest book, Multi-Purpose, How to Find and Fulfill Your Purposes in Life. Also, check out my book, The Purpose of Singleness, Dating Prep. All these great books are great resources for you. I got to go. I love y'all so much. Check out my other group coaching programs. All that stuff is available on my website, mycoachjosh.com. For those who uh, 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 get other people, get your, talk to the people in your church, talk to the people, family who are single or in a relationship and you know they need help. You know they need some, some tangible tools to develop the skill set. So their relationship and their individuality will become an asset. Then the more people you invite, my friend, I will take care of you. I will send you a, 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 a token of my appreciation in, in a myriad of ways with this uh, free coaching sessions or books, card games, or, or T-shirts. If that resonates with you and those programs are needed, go ahead and register, sign up today. I've already launched two challenges. The driving solo challenge is for contentment. For 30 days, we're going to focus, singles going to focus on contentment. And for 30 days, the couple's going to focus on reintroducing themselves to their significant other to build a stronger bond. So those two challenges are already on the site. Get to them, talk to your spouse, talk to you, and get in that community today and let's work. Love you all. Y'all be blessed. Catch y'all next time. Peace.